Welcome to the Financial Life Podcast with me, Ben Robel. This is episode 24. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we're going to dig into the details of one of the three categories of source of wealth, concentrated equity. Before we get started, let me emphasize that I don't know you and you don't know me, so I'm not recommending anything in this episode. Instead, I want to make sure that you can make decisions in your financial life with as much context as possible. In the last episode, we defined a source of wealth as the largest asset or source of cash flow that someone has. The rest of their financial life is arranged around this concept. Concentrated equity can take the form of stock in a company, one that is publicly traded or one that is private, like a startup or a family business. Or it can be direct ownership of an asset, like a building, if you are a real estate investor. What we are talking about is the ownership of a notable percentage of the company or asset. Equity that is collected in small pieces over time is better detailed within a different category, which we'll discuss in a later episode. If we have chosen to make this source of wealth the centerpiece of our financial life, we have to understand the potential rewards and risks that come with it. Let's discuss the good news first. The rewards can be substantial. I would be willing to bet that most of the wealthiest people you can think of off the top of your head from the last 150 years all built their fortunes from concentrated equity. These are the titans of industry who started, built, managed, and redefined the industries, societies, and cities that surround us. Some of these people are also unknown to many of us. There are an astonishing 33.2 million small businesses in the United States as of 2022, employing almost 50% of U.S. workers. While most of these companies will not achieve the same economic success that the largest companies in the world will, they allow their owners to work for themselves and enjoy the freedoms and benefits that come with that. On the other hand, these ventures are inherently risky. For new businesses, 20% fail in the first year, 30% in the second year, and 50% fail by year five. All businesses are subject to the whims of the market, including labor, capital, policy, and the broad economy. Many of these factors are out of the control of their owners and employees and are difficult to hedge against. This raises one of the primary issues I discussed with potential clients in this category when I was in private banking. Many advisors will tell clients, particularly younger ones, to invest all or the majority of their money in the stock market. Let's assume for this illustration that this theoretical client also owns a house. If the economy has a downturn, this person will feel it across all of their primary assets. Their stock portfolio will lose value, as will their house. The value of their concentrated equity will decline, and in many cases, their work at that company or as an investor will also come under threat. So concentrated equity as a source of wealth magnifies what is happening around it. It can be excellent when times are good, but terrible when times are bad. These results are further magnified by debt. And this is the trap that so many people fall into. Concentrated equity is usually not accessible quickly and easily. In fact, Sometimes the only potential purchasers of your share or stake is the company itself or the asset's other investors. 
This means that you will face a long process and an inefficient valuation of your holding if you need to sell it quickly. Because your stake may also be restricted or private, you may have trouble finding a lender to help you bridge a gap in your liquidity. Concentrated equity also creates paper money, unrealized and unrealizable wealth. That sometimes tempts people to take on too much risk when there is still a lot of it embedded in the holding. You can imagine how difficult this situation is when you consider that so many of the unicorns, companies worth more than a billion dollars, and large commercial buildings that appreciated during the decade following the great financial crisis are now being valued at much lower levels that are putting their employees and investors through difficult straits. Many of these people who may have doubled or tripled down on these positions using debt could be in real trouble. While concentrated equity holdings lie at the heart of many of the greatest fortunes ever created, their potential economic benefits carry many risks with them, risks that are unique to this category. At some point in the future, we'll go into some of the more technical details and opportunities available to people who build their wealth in this way. Thanks for listening. I hope this is helpful context for you and your financial life.